But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham interface? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? Some Cleveland sports shows try to give you hot takes, but only one can give you a big old piece of hot ham. Welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. Talking all Cleveland sports. And don't forget our Fat Boy Tuesday, where we also ham it up with some fun food topics. Without further ado, let's serve up some ham. Here are the Ham Boys. Fatty, Fatty, Big Bri, Big Bri, and my cousin Vinny, and my cousin Vinny. What is going on, everybody? I am that fat guy, Jared Fatty Bates, and welcome to another episode of Illegal Ham to the Face. And I'm adjusting stuff because. My cousin Vinny is not here this week, but my big bry is here. What's going on, big fella? What's up? Uh, my cousin Vinny has taken a little sabbatical. He's on a two-week second shift job right now, and he is not happy about it. But we might get a special phone call from him here about 6.30 when he goes on break. So we might cool. have that. But find us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and like and subscribe and rate us. We appreciate everything and everybody watching. Also, this show is brought to you by Lake Erie APA and Harold Keel. Uh, we have our eight ball Vegas tournament going on right now. So I'll be in and out of uh, rookies and Mr. B's for this whole week. So if you want to catch me somewhere, catch me up there. We'll be playing for Vegas. So, so far we played Monday night. We won our first match. So we awesome. We- if we win Wednesday and Thursday, then we are guaranteed into the, I believe, the semifinals on Sunday. So, on that okay. note, uh, Craig, what's going on, bud? Uh, Craig got his $25 gift what's card. Up, Craig? Yeah. To, uh, Mr. B's, I sent that out to him, so he will be there Saturday. I'm, I'm hoping to meet up with him Saturday at Mr. B's so we get a little chicken quesadilla. You said he's uh, in town for a Guardians game or something? Yeah, he's coming up for the Boston. Boston. Nice. So, and no, they did not. They got a new owner, and uh, it's not. We'll get into it here a little bit later. They got a uh, little minority owner that they're hoping to be the full-time owner down the road, I guess. I don't know. It's a weird setup how it is, but he's. I think they announced he's got 30% of the team now. So. Mm-hmm. We don't have that money yet because it's not actually completely done yet. And I apologize for my glasses on the screen. Uh, since Vinny's not here, I actually have to read and do stuff, and I don't like doing that. <laughs> this is where we're at right now. But, Bri, how's it going, bud? How was your week? Good, man. Great week. Wonderful. Had a, had a blast over the weekend. Um, yeah, other than the 90 degrees today, um, you know, I won't complain about it. But some people might. It's better than 20 degrees. Keep that in mind. Yeah, we uh, it's it's definitely a scorcher out there today. I think it said 97 on my mm-hmm. car when I was out with the kids. And I'm like, you know something? Not even July or August yet. Can we not do this right now? Uh, but, you know, it's Mother Nature. She has control of everything, right? Stay hydrated. 
<laughs> yeah, that's not the hydration they yeah, stay hydrated. It's brewed in the Rockies, man. I know. Are the mountains still cold or are they blue? Nah. Well, this one's got a bluish hue to it. That's close enough, right? Close. Close enough. All right. So let's give you the rundown for today. We are going to get into the new owner of the Cleveland Guardians. Also, talk a little bit more about Hosey because he deserves his due. I got some stats here for you, Brian, that'll blow your mind right now. Sure. Um, we will get into the Browns minicamp is over. Uh, Deshaun Watson settled 20 out of 24 cases. And we got some news about Kareem Hunt and a little bit about Davion Clowney and we're going to bring that up, and then we are going to get into the NBA Finals is finally done and over with. Uh, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson can ride off into the sunset on a unicorn and Steve Kerr flowing hair and a lot of things I want to say about it, but I'm not going to because I, I it's one of those things that, uh, you know, how I believe that uh, Tom Brady wouldn't be the GOAT if somebody went and uh, blown out his knee. I uh, kind of feel the same way about uh, the uh, if Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love wouldn't have got hurt, there would be no Golden State Warriors. But that's just me. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see here. Oh, so you tried to get the burger from Arby's? Flipping sold out already? Yeah. Uh, you know what? The It's actually really good. The one that I have to. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. The one I have to tell you about that I'm very upset about. I have tried to get the strawberry frosty from Wendy's for like the past two weeks now, Bri. And you mm-hmm. know what I'm getting? We're out of it. How is it a special item and you're out of it, Bri? How? <laughs> Beats me. I don't know. <laughs> is that the wife? I mean, it must be that good or they just didn't plan enough for it. Is that the wife or Lily? That's the wife. I feel. Oh, what'd you get? <laughs> Two oh, tickets. I got you. Two she, needs my, she needs my Hulu password. Oh, boy. Don't say it out <laughs> loud. No, I won't. I'm, now I'm trying to remember it. <laughs> and oh, okay. Got gotcha. you. Craig said he tried the uh, strawberry frosty. said it was really good. You know, something, you know. <laughs> Rubbing just, it in. I just want to try it. That's all I want to do is try it. I mean, I'm not hmm? not asking for much. Just a little, little help. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, hey, I'm with you. I love you know, I'm not a huge fan of the Frosty, but uh, if they got a strawberry one, I think, to me, that would be better than the chocolate one. That's what I thought, too, right? Apparently, I'm not the only one who thinks that, though. I know. Isn't that crazy, though? How long has the Frosty been around for? 20, uh, 25, 30 years? And oh, now they're just trying the strawberry? I mean, come on. I'm sure they've had to have it before, though, Bri, right? I don't know. Is it, like, I, is it like the the um, the mint um, shamrock shake from McDonald's where it just comes no? Because that's every that's every year. This is the first time I've ever heard of a a strawberry uh, frosty. I mean, they just started coming out with the vanilla ones a couple years ago. I feel like yeah, but I just still I I want it, and every time I go there, we're out. How can you have a special item and it's out? You can't. You can't. So, so the real question is, what do you pivot to them? Do you keep getting, do you try for another sweet or do you just get like a burger? No, I get pissed off and just get a sweet tea and I leave. What? I already have my burger. It's supposed to be after the burger. 
Oh, I see. So you're already ordering food, and then in addition to that, you want your frosty. They tell you no, so you get a sweet tea. Exactly. So at least that's... gotcha. I just I want it. 1969. The frosty. Craig said. Wow. Nice having you guys on here. Look at this. Yeah. See, Vinny's not here. I don't know. Maybe Craig can fill in for Vinny if we got too many of them. Vinny fails. We might have to. I still have. The, I still have. The uh, I still have the <laughs> Patty fail mm-hmm. and the Vinny fail. Classic. I know. <laughs> Love it. All right. I'm getting a little delay on my computer. Better knock this shit off while we're doing this show. But all right, Brian, we got to get into our uh, shout outs. All mm-hmm. right. Now, if Vinny does call in here a little bit later, we got a shout out to Toby and Miguel. I guess they had a huge turnout for their smoke off. I cannot tell you who won and who lost because Vinny was there, took an 11 minute video of the taste testing. Oh, Vinny did go. He did go. They had, they had burn ins. All right. They had a bacon wrapped jalapeno. They have smoked cabbage with bacon. They had the deviled eggs. Yeah. And then they had the smoked queso dip hmm. you didn't give her the right password did you <laughs> good one i nice saw it already you know she could just hop in here and say hi all of our other wives have <laughs> she don't want to that. hop up on the bed behind me it wouldn't be the first time bry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no that's just my email nothing to do with it Sorry, a little confusion. Damn technology. Hey, I get it. Tell her to stop watching Basketball Diaries or whatever she's watching. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's watching. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Lost in Paradise or Lust in Paradise or something? <clears throat> Temptation no? Island? There it is. That's one. I bet it is. I bet you, you sit there with popcorn right on the edge of your seat. Just <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I you can either confirm nor deny Actually, you look like you like to watch uh, Real Housewives. I don't even know if we get that channel. I don't know if I've ever seen it on. I mean, Hulu has a bunch of, like, uh, random channels, so I don't get every channel that, like, the average uh, cable subscriber will get. But that's why it's, like, half the price. Like Bally Sports Cleveland? Yeah, I don't get that. Come on, Bally. Do better. I mean, we'll get into that, too. But uh, also, I, although I did see, uh, uh, not to cut you off, but the Indians were well. Guardians uh, played the Dodgers on FS1 the other day. Yes, they did. Unfortunately, it was a game that they lost, so <laughs> I didn't want to watch it a whole lot. Hey, they won on Apple TV. That's all that matters. Apple TV is that what you're on now? Hell no. Oh. <laughs> I was oh, at the bar man. watching it. Oh, <laughs> it was actually Sunday. Kind of- yeah, because it's kind of nice because instead of a 105 start for us, it was a 405 start. So I got to watch the whole game. And just so everybody knows, I made Vinny watch the whole game with me. He Can you name more in, more Guardians than uh, Jose Ramirez and Tito Francona now? Uh, he can name maybe one more. Okay. but Progress I did, then. I did slap him a couple times because he was trying to do like a little like on the phone. And I was like, no, no, no. Baseball's on. You're in trouble. After the Cleveland draft, you're in trouble. When you pick the Spanish sports announcer, you're in trouble. Look <laughs> for at the, the Cavs. 
I know. But he does um, the Cavs. Doesn't he do the Cavs, the Browns, and the Indians? No idea. I think he does. That's cool if he does. I but mean, that's um, from the hip. But you know, but, that's- but when he calls in, we're asking him. All right. Jose Ramirez off the table. Tito Francona off the table. Name one more Indian currently on the team. So he goes on break at 6.30. It's 6.17 now. So we got a little bit of time. Okay. All right. So and, I, I mean, if if he's smart and he takes a swing in the dark at uh, past Indians and he just says Sandy Alomar, he might get lucky. Well, he's still part of the team, right? I know. That's what I'm saying. I know. He just I know. Na- names an old-timer. <laughs> All right, so other shout-outs we got going on, which kind of sucks for this show. Uh, this weekend is my cousin Vinny's 40th birthday, so we got to shout him out. He's not watching. He'll catch it up here a little bit later. Also, it's his first year anniversary with Ava. So their first year anniversary, you know, they're honeymooning now. The honeymoon's over. First year's done. Might as well just shackle up and just deal with it now, Vinny. Did he get married on his birthday? He did get married on his birthday. Genius. Although, good luck ever like having a real birthday from that here on out. I mean, it's it's your wife's day now. It's not your day. Exactly. But- <laughs> so genius and that he'll remember it sucks and that yeah, your birthdays are done with forty, maybe fifty. That those are probably your last two like celebrations that you can have your day. Yep, I got that. And then also I got to shout out uh my boys. Uh, my baby boys turned nine this past Saturday, and my lord, they were a spitfire. We had a uh, we definitely had a blast uh, with them, uh, Brian. It was they actually took over the whole show, and it was funny because at the end of everything, Alexander stands up on the table. He goes, "I want to thank everybody for coming. Thank you for the presents, and thank you for celebrating." Our last year of single digits. Wow. And How profound. Sudden, hold on. What's really funny? Waterworks. Hope was just crying. I'm like, honey, it's okay. They got to grow up, right? Like, <laughs> she's yeah, like, I get it. This is last year. I, I can't get do it. it. Sure. But no, we actually, it was really good. And uh, Chris is joining in. What's up, hand boys? And then Justin. Chris. Vinny Fail. Uh, yep. Yes, Vinny Fail. Yep. Yep. We got, hold on. Classic now. I know, and what's really funny is I got to go back and forth with the uh, clicks, so we can't bring up the Vinny fail uh, on here so that everybody can see it. And then you know, especially when I screw up tonight, we'll get the Patty fail. <laughs> so those I'll are call you out, uh, dude. I can't wait. Those are the best things that I, uh, Justin. I can't thank you enough for bringing those to our attention. So, Bride, you got any shout outs this week? Yeah, um, I'll shout out a couple of. Uh... Our guys who have been on the show and been a part of this uh, over the last couple of years and haven't seen them or talked to them as much lately. But, um, you know, I was at my cousin's. I was corrected. It was his 39th and a half, not technically his 40th. But saw Big Boy Phillips there. I saw the other other Phillips. And I saw Buzzy there. So um, they're asking how the podcast is going and said, yeah. Tune on in. It's going good. We'll let them know uh, next time we're out and about. Oh, Dougie Fresh? Yep. Yep. I, I got to see uh, I got to see Dougie Fresh, and I'm just going to call him the Bull. Is that all right? We won't use his first name. We'll just call him <laughs> the Bull. Um, they were playing golf out there with a couple of the members. And I started when, when was that? 
Yeah, it's a couple weeks, like last week, maybe a couple weeks ago. And I started making. Okay. Fun. I was like, "Wow, look at you guys now!" You know, caddy, mm-hmm. super. They graduated. Look at you now. You guys are playing with members, all hoity-toity, rubbing elbows. <laughs> the now it must be nice. You gotta, you gotta sip your Mick Ultra with your pinky up, I guess. Uh, it wasn't even a Mick Ultra. I'm pretty sure it was a seltzer. And I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what Dougie Fresh was drinking, but you know it's Dougie Fresh, so could have been spicy. A little bit. Right. Any other shout-outs? Why is That's he having, got. Why is he having a 39 and a half birthday? Well, I, it's still unclear. It was technically supposed to be like the 39th, like I said last time in uh, December, and then because of COVID, it got pushed off, and so it's near his 39th and a half. But yeah, I, I don't. It was supposed to be a surprise party at one point, so I think maybe to kind of catch him off guard before the 40th, like a surprise 39th, and have that be the big one. But uh, it was a great time. They had uh, they had good music, lots of beer, lots of booze. Um, uh, the Wood Fire Pizza Company that I think we've had a couple times. Um, so, yeah, nothing to complain about for me. It's amazing. I didn't get a phone call. Hmm. That's all Can right. you believe that? That's all right. You, 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 it was your kid's birthday. You had stuff going on. I definitely had stuff going on. There's no way I could get away from that. I tried. <laughs> to, I tried to to go to the uh, cook off, the barbecue cook off, and I'm like, "Honey, can I just no?" I'm like, eh. "But his father's day, no." <laughs> but that's okay. That's all right. And also, while we're on the subject, it was Father's Day, so Happy Father's Day to all the fathers that are out there. Uh, sure. You know, Bri, you are a fur daddy, is what I like to call her. Yep, she's right there. I bet she is. She doesn't keep my shadow. She doesn't keep you too far out of sight, does she? (laughs) Nope, not really. I did forget to tell you something that happened at work yesterday that made me fall down (coughs) on the ground. And it takes a lot for me to actually fall down on the ground and laugh. Okay. Um, You have met Haley, I believe, correct? Yeah, yep. Okay. We have. We have course dogs at work. We have Gunner and we have Haley. Gunner mm-hmm. is a uh, English Some sort of lab, I think, uh, right? Like a, a long haired no, retriever. He's, yeah, he's a retriever. English like a white, white haired, long haired retriever. And then we have Haley, who is a two year old golden retriever. And she is full of piss and vinegar. What we found out this week, because we've had to water a lot is somebody likes sprinkler heads. Mm-hmm. And not a little bit like sprinkler heads, Bri. As in bites at the water like a crazy maniac. Right. <laughs> so we had Jake out hand-watering. We're all hand-watering on number seven. And Jake's out there just holding the hose. And I looked at, uh, I looked at uh, John. I said, hey, let her loose. He lets her loose. Jake's looking at her thinking that she's actually going to stop. Yeah. Points the hose down right in front of him. Takes him out at the legs like somebody sliding into second base. Jake flips over tops of her, hits no. the ground. Oh, yeah. it was, He fell on the ground? He fell on the ground. I never laughed so hard. He was worried that he hurt her. This dog is just crazy when it comes to that. And <laughs> I want you to see this, Bri. You got we, a video? No, no, no. We have a poly. Okay. Poly sighting? A Paul Parati sighting. Oh, hey, Paul. What's up, man? So we're starting to get the Italians on this side now, uh, chime in, man. That's right. 
I told him after the other parodies, get him on board. I know. I told him if he didn't chime in tonight, I was going to smack him with a hose tomorrow. <laughs> well, thank you for joining, Paul. But yeah, it was quite funny watching uh, Jake just hit the ground like a you know sack of potatoes, just boom, and then the dog just not even thinking, still going after the water. Like, <laughs> all right. Paul, so, well, and Paul's connection to the show is he hooked us up with his buddy to get the uh, show art right to get this uh, wonderful. Let me find it. Or your right shoulder. Well, yeah, he, yeah, the banner, the, uh, he hooked us up with this wonderful art right there to your left with the Ohio State flag and the Michigan flag. And we can't yeah. thank him enough. Uh, we really do appreciate it. It's, he's a legend. Was it two years now? I mean, geez, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, big fella. Well, it is trivia time. Um, let me find, I got to find other stuff. It's your turn for trivia, right? That's right. I ain't got time for that. I can't can't do that anymore. We're already 20 minutes in. We got to speed this thing up. Um, Like I said, next week, you get your chance at another $25 gift card to Mr. B's if you can get it right. My trivia to Bri, but this week it is Bri's trivia. So, Bri, what do you got for me, bub? Well, I got one that I think is gettable. Um, We're going all-time NFL leader in all-purpose yards. So, quarterbacks are not part of this. You know, this is running backs, receivers, tight ends, all-purpose yards. Kick returns and punt returns part of this? Kick returns, punt returns, uh, rushing yards, receiving yards. Mm, Fumble yardage, I guess. Probably, maybe counts. I don't know. All right. All right. So I got to find out number one? Number one, and if a bonus, um, Uh there is a Brown, a Cleveland Brown in the top 20. If you can name him, I'll give you some bonus points. All right, so I, I I got two Browns in mind, but we'll get mm-hmm. that a little bit later. Um, let's see what happened in the comments here. Uh, running bald man, I'm not allowed to put that up yet because that's one of my guesses, but that's a good one. I like it. All right. Oh, they can't be giving you answers. This is why we need Vinny there. It was Cribs. He put up Cribs. I was going to guess Cribs. Okay. Right there it is, Cribs. Okay. Even well. though he spelled it wrong, where's the Justin fail? <laughs> we need a Justin fail picture now. Um, it's not Cribs, is it? I'm not going to tell you. Well, why spoil it now? It could be Cribs. It's uh... <laughs> all right. Let's get into first off. I'm moving some stuff around here, Brad. Let's get into the uh, quickly get into the NBA Finals as a wrap. And next is a Cavs draft. All right. So Golden State Warriors took out the Boston Celtics, which doesn't really matter because Boston turned it over more times than uh, Tom Brady deflated footballs throughout his career. Um, so out of all the quarterbacks, you choose to get the guy that uh, had seven Super Bowls. Yeah, I chose that guy. I mean, you could have literally picked anybody else and it would have been a better. Analogy. No, no, no. Well, go, go on. That's fine. No, no, no. no it's you not. suck at analogies. That's fine. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> I mean, how do you feel about the Warriors winning again? Like I told you earlier, like I think it sucks because I have the I have the honest opinion, and this is a hot take coming from this fat guy, 
is I think the Warriors dynasty wouldn't be there if Kyrie and Kevin Love wouldn't have got hurt in the first finals. I really do. I think that first finals with Kevin Love going down because of the Celtics and then Kyrie going down, I, I think the Cavs would have beat him then. And then there would be no Golden State Warrior dynasty after that. I think the Cavs would have actually – it might have been more than one championship for our Cleveland team, bud. What do you think? Yeah, going from the Cavs angle, I think the Cavs and the Warriors are so closely matched when it's Draymond, Steph, Clay versus Kyrie, uh, Kevin Love, and LeBron. I think that's a great battle that we would have loved to see much more. But, I mean, even if the Cavs win, you know, those first 2015 and 2016, Kevin Durant is still going there, and he was the one that kind of pushed it. You know, when you're one of the best teams in the league, you win 73 games and then you get a top three player, you know, that's obviously going to swing it in your direction a great deal. And that's what it was. So Kevin Durant kind of ruined it. But um, as far as this year goes, it, other than game one, where the, the Warriors kind of blew it in the first or in the fourth quarter, the series pretty much went how I thought it was going to go. You know, I thought the Warriors were going to win game one and two, and then Boston would steal one. But um, but I didn't never really expected it to be a series just because I didn't think Boston had enough firepower. It would have been uh, more exciting to me to see, like, a fully healthy uh, Bucks team, maybe a fully healthy, not run down Suns team. I think they would have given them a better series against the Warriors than, uh, than what the Celtics did. I think the Celtics were just – Overmatched. I mean, Horford's a billion years old. Um, Marcus Smart's a great defensive player, and he can hit a couple shots. But other than you know those two guys, you got Brown and Tatum, and they're both good players. But these other guys that are playing for him, I, I've never heard of some of these guys before. And it's like you're playing in the finals. You know, they they really needed superstar performances from Brown and Tatum every single game to hang with the Warriors. But um. Yeah, it sucks seeing the Warriors win another one. It sucks. You know, every I just have a problem with everybody just heaping praise and throwing bouquets at Steph Curry. Like, you know, it's no-brainer that he's a top-ten player now. It's People are talking about he's a top-five player or he's more of the player of the generation than LeBron is. Um, so I have problems with that. And I just – I. <clears throat> Like I've said before, I think he's a, he's a little bit overrated. I don't even think he's a better player than than Kevin Durant is. When Kevin Durant was there, they won titles and he won NBA Finals MVP. So you can't say Curry's better than Durant when Durant's winning the MVPs. He's better on that team. You, you take Clay Thompson off that team, I think they're a much different team. I think uh, we saw that the last couple of years, Curry was not as effective. You can shut down one shooter a little bit easier than you can two guys. So, um, yeah, it's been a rough week just hearing everybody just, well, Steph Curry's the greatest. He's better than LeBron. You know, he's right up there with Kobe and Jordan. It's He's a great shooter. You know, I'm not even ready to say he's no-brainer, greatest shooter of all time. But um, it's just nobody's pushing back. It's all the national media is getting caught up in the moment and, and how great he is. And he's good. He's great. He's a Hall of Famer. 
top 20, you know, I think we can have that conversation. I don't think he's a no-brainer top 10 guy. I think that's a little short-sighted, and you're maybe just thinking about the last 20, 30 years. So give me a break on that. Pump the brakes. Everyone's just getting caught up in the moment. All right. Well, Rye, he's here. Good morning. He's got he's to turn his phone sideways, though. But he actually can. I don't want to do that, though. There it is. There we go. There it is. Uh, Justin said you look like you got some sun today. Uh, yeah, a little bit today, but uh, I think it's because I'm in the sun. I bet you if I turn around, uh, oh, that just looks a lot worse. So. Yeah, you look fat <laughs> then. You're walking out the sun. Yeah. Right, so you're on your break at work right now. We actually gave you a shout-out right at the beginning of the show. Oh, thank uh, you. Soon to be happy 40th birthday, my brother. Thank you very much. You're supposed yeah, to be birthday, man. Me because we're supposed to be drinking whiskey right now for this. Yeah. But also, happy first anniversary, bud. Thank you very much, yeah. Uh, Brian uh, called you sort of a genius, but also you just ruined your birthday for the next 50 years. Yeah, it's not your day anymore. It's your wife's day. It's Yeah. <laughs> you know what? My birthday doesn't mean anything without my wife anyway. So I'm, I'm well, very that's a that fantastic day. answer. You really not watching right now, right? Uh, whether she yeah. is or not, I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on, bud? How's work going? You're working Work's second shift now. Oh, you know? yeah. I'm happy. Now, Go ahead. we're saving the video for you. For the, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? We haven't revealed the cook-off or anything else, so we're saving it till you get back, okay? Wow, okay. Well, I'm going to be on... Uh, nights next week too so i'm that's fine take we, away and do this again well if uh if we get the um if we get the video hooked up to the computer you know if you can we can get it switched over i told brian it was like an 11 minute video but i told him all the yeah. food and everything but i didn't tell anybody the winner winner knows who the winner is oh we'll yeah just, definitely yeah he, he knows he knows but we'll figure it out from there. But do you have any shout-outs this week before I uh, give you the big food off of here? Um, no, I'm good. No, no shout-outs. Thank you. Uh, thank you to my job, I guess, uh, you know, for allowing me to work a night shift. I don't know why I'm thanking them for that. It's not the shift I like to work, but, <laughs> you know, it <laughs> actually ruins my whole week. <laughs> I bet it does. Because you're missing out on the pool tournament. I know. Plus, plus your birthday. Yeah, you know, really. Uh, thankfully, this week though, it means I'm only working Monday night into Tuesday through Thursday night into Friday morning, and then uh, you know I'll find something to do on Friday. But by the way, before I get you out of here, I gotta yeah. I gotta make sure that you have something to get out of here with, just right. so that show you how much we love you here. And there it is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Not a problem, bud. Go back to work, get a snack, all right? All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. Love you, brother. See you, buddy. See you, guys. See you, bud. Thank you. That is my cousin Vinny coming off of his uh, – he's on break at work right now, and I can't thank him enough for chiming in. I love him so much. And he's still – he's laughing in the background watching us right now. <laughs> and he loves the Vinny fail. He told I, I felt bad for him last week. I'm like, bud, you know, we were just kind of like joking around with you. He goes, I know. I'm like, 
please don't get upset. Cause I thought he's like, I got some bad news for you. And I thought he was quitting the show. I'm like, you can't quit the show, man. You can't. <laughs> so, um, that's my cousin Vinny. He will be back here in a couple weeks. He's still watching us. He's kicking back in the background. But what's, uh, what's this video you're talking about, Sean? He has a, <clears throat> excuse me for a second. He has the, um, taste testing video for, oh, um, that's right. Barbecue okay. off with him, his wife, which thank you, Ava, for being a judge. And mm-hmm. Al Heinzman was a judge for us because I couldn't make it there because of the kid's birthday and you were cutting up a tree. So we both couldn't make it there for it. But one of those mm-hmm. ones that, uh, you know, Vinny was there. He said the food was great. Atmosphere was great. Bet. Having a blast. So sure. It was, uh, it was definitely a good time. Uh, comments. I'm glad he didn't mind the pick. It was all in good fun. Yes, it was definitely all in good fun. And we, you know, we started laughing when we were doing the draft. We're like, we got to bring him back in for the draft to see who actually he drafts. I've never <laughs> seen that type so fast on Google. I, it was amazing. It was, I, it was just truly amazing. <laughs> but let's get back into the NBA finals. Um, you know, I'm kind of like you with pump the brakes with Steph Curry. Um, you know, I, yeah. he, he's, I, he's good. I'm not saying he's not good. He's great. I'm not saying it like he's just he's there, but it's I, I still have my problems with Steph. I mean, probably one of the greatest shooters we'll ever see. I mean, close to it, right? Yeah, yeah. There's no denying he's one of the greatest shooters ever. You know, I'm not trying to take but everyone's saying he's the greatest shooter ever, and there's no debate. And I just I don't agree with that. Yeah, show me show me his numbers without Clay Thompson. If he's, you know, one, two, three in the league, then maybe I'll change my tune. But I don't believe that's the case. Yeah. He's, I mean, when when you're a great shooter, um, you know, it always helps to have a second guy to where they can't throw double teams at you all the time. And I know he sees his fair share of double teams. But, yeah, <laughs> look at his numbers. He's, yeah. he's a different player without Clay Thompson. And – even though I don't like Clay Thompson either, I think he doesn't get enough credit. And, you know, the Kevin Durant years, it, it was just, let's be honest, it was just unfair. They had three of the top five shooters in the league on one team and probably three or four of the top 25 players on one team. So yeah. that just that swung the balance of power way in their favor. And. Honestly, to me, it kind of hurt their uh, their dynasty because maybe they, they might have been able to win one more without Kevin Durant. Probably not two, but maybe one. And I think that probably would have been more meaningful to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it would have been to me, too, because, I mean, just bringing him in, he's just like, all right, now you brought in the second best player in the NBA right now to help out a team that already won the NBA finals. Like, what are you doing? Come on. Well, I, I, on, honestly, what – what NBA team is not going to do that? So I'm not saying like, oh, the Warriors were stupid for adding. Dur- I mean, obviously, if Durant tells oh, you no. he wants to come play for you, you, you exactly. let that happen. But I mean, just the way the NBA was at the time, you know, you have a top team, 73 win team, adding a top two or three player. I mean, it just it wasn't fun to watch. I mean, the Cavs, as good as the Cavs were. Well, they they win one game against them the first year with Kyrie, and then yeah. none at all when Kyrie left. Yeah, it was definitely hard. But on that note, we do have the Cavs draft coming up. We got the number fourteenth pick. 
Um, CBS Sports, I looked up CBS Sports because it was the quickest lookup for me. And they have us taking Jalen Williams, a 6-6 shooting guard. So uh, <laughs> who would you like to take? Because I got somebody special in mind that you're not going to like. But who would you uh, like to cast to take or if they would trade away a pick? I mean, you, it's. You got him taking a Buckeye? Got him taking a Buckeye. Liddell or the other, the freshman? Liddell. Liddell, a power forward? Who could be a small forward who guards the two, three, and four at six, seven, six, eight, and two fifty, and still can shoot the ball. Well, that's where the two fifty is what scares me. If he's going to play out on the wing at two fifty um, in the NBA, I don't think he's fast enough. But you know, I, I'll be honest. I I've watched some uh, Buckeye games, but he kind of struck me as more of a power forward, like a bruiser well, down low. But if you fine. tell me he can play the wing. I mean, why couldn't he play the wing? He led the uh, he led the Buckeyes in assist. Um, he's got great passing ability. It's just it's not the homer in me. It's just I've watched him for the past two years. He's got a great shot when his shots on. He can play defense and he can clog up the lane. He already got two seven footers down low with Jared Allen and Mobley. All right, this gives you the guy on the wing that can actually defend the two and the three and the four if needed and could actually clog up the paint a little bit with his size. That's just because you got Arcoro who can't shoot the ball. That's my thing. Like, yeah, he can play great defense, but he can't shoot the ball. Now you got a three, three slash four that can actually get out, shoot a three whenever he wants to and create his own shot. Yeah. I mean, my concern with Liddell would be, uh, he's just not going to be fast enough to keep up with the wing players on the, on the perimeter. And, and I think we're kind of in the same boat as that's what the Cavs need. The Cavs, I mean, that's the elephant in the room. Um, ever since LeBron James left that he's left a huge hole on the wing for the Cavs. We need, ideally we need another LeBron James. We need a six, eight guy who can score and shoot a little bit and very athletic on the outside. And the closest thing we have to it is Chetty Osman. So um, well, if, if not that, Bri, somebody <laughs> compliment Garland that is not six foot one. Yep. They need at least a six, five or a six, six shooting guard, even a six, four shooting guard. They need a bigger shooting guard because two six foot guards have already been proven. That's not going to work in the NBA, especially this NBA. Um, it's just, you, you got to at least get a shooting guard or a small forward for this team. You got enough bigs now. You got enough. You got your unicorn. You got your big boy down low. You got your point guard now. It's time to fill out the rest of the team. Yeah. And again, we're, we're in agreement that, okay, if you're not going to, if there's not that six, eight guy who can play out on the wing, you need a bigger guy. You need a six, six guy. So I wrote down like four or five guys that, could possibly be there and they're all my criteria was you got to be at least six six and you got to be at least shooting 40 percent from the perimeter from three pointers so guys like aj griffin abaji from kansas that probably it. those guys will be gone um keegan murray even from uh from iowa but then like you were talking earlier Jalen williams from Santa Clara, he he fits that mold. Wendell Moore from Duke, Tyrese Martin. Um, you know, these are guys 
I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know a bunch about them, but just looking at their stats and stuff and how big they are and how well they can shoot it from the outside, I think I think that's what you need. 6'6", six, 6'7", six, 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 even 6'9", uh, wing player that can shoot it. And, you know, obviously it goes without saying in the NBA, you got to be quick enough. you got to be able to keep up. You can't be a defensive liability, um, as we're seeing, because – you know, Garland, Sexton, those guys can play offense really well, but they struggle on the defensive end. So I think that's the guy they were hoping Okoro would turn into, but uh, it just hasn't panned out that way. And uh, Aaron, I already nailed him with an OSU player. We don't want to bring up the other one right now because. Well, I, that's that's the way I thought you were going. And honestly, I'd probably be more receptive to, uh, to Bradham. Than Liddell because I think he's got a lot of potential. Yeah, but I also like. I understand he's got a lot of potential, but guess what? That's kind of a cloud in the wind. You never know what team he comes on. At least with Liddell, you know what you're getting. He's been with the college enough. You know where he's actually going to be at when he gets in there. I, there's no, you know, there's no. I wouldn't say upside. There's still upside to Liddell, but there's not you know, the ghost of, well, maybe if he can control his shot or if he could actually play defense or if he could do this. With Liddell, you already knows, you know, he's going to get a shot. He's going to do this. It's not a project. It's somebody that you can plug in and start playing right away. From from what I know with Adele, Liddell, I think, uh, I think he's maybe more like a, a Draymond Green mold. I think, like, best case scenario, he turns into, like, a Draymond Green. You know, that guy that can mix it up down low. And, he, you know, he's not a terrible perimeter defender either. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think he, he'll struggle being quick enough on the perimeter, like I said, and, and getting his own shot. Why are we talking so much about the NBA? The because <laughs> I was so – all right. I was thinking, like, now that the U.S. Is, US Open is over and uh-huh. we got a couple months until football season starts, like – Tell me some sporting events that you're excited about over the next, like, two months. I mean, I thought of the British Open, uh, yeah. the All-Star Game in baseball, yeah, hot dog eating competition. Which we've already got Nick Weary. I've been talking to Nick and Miggy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and they are actually doing great. The baby is getting huge. Wonderful. And between the two of them, where, where the heck did they go to eat? That they ate, like, 16 pounds what was it? They ate 16 pounds of something, but Nick beat her with, uh, <laughs> with he beat her by two pounds. So awesome. Uh, let's see here. Um, we already talked about live golf last week. Uh, NHL finals. Yeah. We love hockey here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a hockey guy, yeah. you know, I, I understand that. That's a big deal. But, bud, we don't even have to talk about sports. We can just talk about food. We do whatever we want. It's legal in the face. No, I'm just – I was throwing it out there to you. Like, uh, you know, well, those were the yeah. ones that I came up with. Are there NASCAR races or – Of course there things, is. I mean, other things that you're looking forward to over the next couple months to get you through to football season. Well, let's see here. We got the Cornhole Tournament coming up. Um, <laughs> there is – I'm pretty sure there's a bocce ball tournament coming up. We'll yeah. figure it out. We always do, but no, I, I, yeah, no. We, I'm, I'm not concerned about it as far as our show goes. I'm just, I'm, you know, literally, legitimately stating a question to you, <laughs> like, you know, 
obviously we need to think outside the box over the next couple months and have some um, fun with it. And I like the idea of doing that, but um, yeah. there's just not a whole lot of sports coming up. Well, um, we will, let's see here. Is there still a minor league hockey team in Cleveland? Yes, it is the Cleveland Monsters. We love them here. Vinny tried to draft a guy from there last week. He did, and it did not count because it's not a professional sports team. And <laughs> we will get into Deshaun Watson here already. Uh, we have not discussed the indoor state. You know something? I We're pushing the Guardians. I wanted to talk about the Guardians, Bri. I wanted to talk I mean, about Jose. No, no, no. Here's what we're doing. I want to talk about Jose catching fire. I wanted to talk about the new owner, everything else, but nobody wants to talk Guardians here in Cleveland for some odd Well, reason. I mean, no, 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 no. It's our show. Everybody I don't think any. We've talked enough, Jose. We've. I mean, the the minority owners. Yeah, it's hard to get excited about that. But the Guardians are playing well, and they have a huge stretch coming up where they play the Twins a couple times. They play the Red Sox and they play the Yankees. So, to me, if they want to get me on board, you know, come through this stretch of the Twins, the Red Sox, and the Yankees above five hundred. They beat the Dodgers a couple times over the weekends, and I think they've won like six series in a row or something like that so they're turning the corner they're but now you got to beat the good teams 15 of 19 yep and i think this keep stretch- it wrong beat the good teams you got yep. them on your platter right now you can get me as a fan you can pull me in but unfortunately in the past as a guardian slash indians fan whenever the pressure gets on them whenever a lot of uh you know eyeballs turn to the indians slash guardians um they usually don't come through. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but um, yeah, they're battling the Twins for first. Yep. All right. Well, guess what? Now we're getting in Browns news because that's what everybody wants to talk about. So let's sure. get into Browns news. All right. Minicamp is done and over with. All right. There was some news about Kareem Hunt. There was some news about David and Clowney. We're not even going to get into that. There was some news about a stadium uh, with a roof. We're not even going to get into that because everybody wants to know our opinion. On Deshaun Watson finally selling 20 out of 24 cases due to uh, coming from the defendant uh, plaintiffs. The plaintiff's lawyer, Busby, right? I think it was. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about uh, Deshaun finally? Um, wow, you just turned yourself in. You're running out of battery, aren't you? And I think he already ran out of battery. So it looks like just that fat guy's here. Hmm. Hmm. See what happens? See what happens when we do this show? Somebody doesn't have enough battery. I'm doing it by myself now. Bri fail. We need a picture of Bri fail now. All right. So Deshaun Watson, let me take this banner down. Deshaun Watson got 20 of the 24 allegations, main allegations, uh, settled. Due to, and you know, I, I, Brian and I both have our theories about it. Um, you know, my, you know, it was bound to happen at some point in time just for him to play football and just be done with it. Uh, public opinion kind of uh, swayed the wrong way the past few weeks because of the new allegations, the new other stuff that was coming out, and uh, he needed to definitely. Um, I can't go back to Bryce's video. He's gone. He's out of the service. Um, but Deshaun Watson with his selling this, I mean, 
you know, you can look at it two different ways. I mean, everybody says, well, if he settles, it's not really admitting he's guilty, but you know, somebody that claimed for the, um, it was not the first 20. It was a mixed match. We don't know the full amount yet. Uh, we do know that there is still, um, I believe the first two um, are still going to go. There's four that are still going hard. Um, and I think two of the girls were the ones that were on the uh, HBO special. But I'm not 100% sure, so please, please do not quote me for that. Um, but with this settlement, I... I honestly believe, and you know, everybody, this is my personal opinion. You know, people have their opinions. My personal opinion was the NFL and the Browns came to Deshaun and said, Hey, you're about to get a year suspension. If some of this doesn't go away, some of this has to go away. I don't care what you do. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if you're guilty or not make it go away because it's looking bad for everybody right now. Cause it's definitely looking bad for the Browns. It's definitely looking bad for the NFL now that more and more keep coming out. And it's definitely looking bad for Deshaun Watson. Right now, with the uh, confidentiality agreement, everything else, we will never know what happened uh, during the... I was waiting for the trials because I would love to hear what's going on in there because, you know, everybody jokes around about going to a massage parlor and getting a happy ending. Well, guess what? Uh, guess what Deshaun Watson got? Got a happy ending and paid it off on the end. So. And all these people saying, well, the Browns knew this was coming because they uh, they structured the contract that way. Well, those people are idiots because the Browns have structured the contracts that way for the longest time because they get the guaranteed money out of the way and then they start paying on the back end. <coughs> they did the same exact contract with Denzel Ward when they extended him. Same thing with Miles Garrett. All right, so people that are thinking that you know, he's just, it's only a million dollars and blah, 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 whatever. Uh, Eric, what kind of suspension do you think he is going to get? Honestly, in my personal opinion, I thought he was going to get a year. Uh, the one thing that kind of got me on the back end was the uh, year plus. Uh, there's a lot of stuff still out there hovering around. We thought that it might be a year plus coming back. Um, but... I think it's going to be eight games, if not more, maybe 10. Um, now that everything's settled, um, but it could be 10 settled back to eight. We still don't know. Nobody knows, but I have a feeling a lot of what everybody's talking about here with everybody that I know via podcast, via everything else is the four um, July weekend is the one weekend to look forward to um, because that's when a lot of news is going to come out because it's on a holiday. You know, they put out a lot of stuff on a holiday to kind of uh, take care of some things and kind of smooth things over because it's a holiday, so they don't take it too hard of a hit. So take a look around the 4th July weekend um, with news coming out. Um, uh, Bri's waving at me. Uh, Bri, are you back? I'm back. This is how we're going to do it, though. That's fine. I love staring at your ceiling fan. <laughs> yeah, um, my charger is a little finicky, so I don't trust it. <laughs> we 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 talked about Deshaun Watson selling his cases. We all knew that was going to happen at some point in time. Um, I don't know why he came out in a press conference and still trying to do his innocence uh, there before minicamp ended. But I mean, for him to actually play football, this had to happen. And whether whether he did it or not. We'll never know now for at least 20 of them. 
Um, but I mean, how do you feel about him uh, settling his cases there, Bri? Yeah, you know, I understand um, why he did it. Uh, I still, I mean, clearly public opinion was he was guilty. And I don't think there's any way that he could prove he was innocent or that the other girls could prove that he was guilty. So it was a he said, she said type scenario. The public had picked their side on who they were going to back and who they thought was a who they thought was correct or who they thought was telling the truth. And so, you know, it wasn't getting better. It was getting worse for him as we've seen over the last couple of weeks. So whether he was innocent or guilty, I think he kind of had to settle these cases and I'm not standing up here and saying that he was innocent, but, um, but I think that it was the correct play to, uh, you know, maybe appease the NFL like we talked earlier. Maybe the NFL gave him an ultimatum, like you better get this stuff settled. Um, otherwise, we're not going to let you play a game until uh, until this calms down, which it wouldn't calm down until next off season when the trials were. So, um, yeah, I don't know. There's just so many things that go into it. Um, you know, I still, you know, sexual misconduct do we still know exactly what he's being accused of um i don't and it's maybe my fault for not looking into it more um to know like what did what did this woman accuse him of um but yeah again if you want to maybe you can find that stuff out but uh but i feel like we'll never know if he's innocent or guilty and it's time to just move on because it wasn't getting any better for him. And this is part of the moving on process. Well, and you know, the thing is, like I was telling everybody with this uh, confidentiality agreement, we will never know what actually truly did happen. So nobody know. um, There's still four there out there. Uh, Eric uh, Dunlap asked, what kind of suspension do we think he's going to get now? With all this going on. And I said before this happened. I said. I thought it was going to be a year. Um, Now I am down to like. Eight to ten games. Depending Mm -hmm. on how everything goes. Um, But I believe. It will be around half a year. Because he did sit out last year. And that was via. The Texans kind of sitting him out. Instead of putting him out to play. Because he probably could have played last year. Yeah right. I think they might use the only Brian, the only thing that scared me with everything else. And what I said, you know, earlier is, and then, you know, you could have a year, but there still might be more because we still don't know what else is coming out. So now that he's starting to settle some things that I, I honestly think that it's going to be 10 games and, you know, that's going to be a blow to the Browns, but, um, and here, here comes the questions. Uh, first off, let me ask you, what do you think he is going to be suspended? Well, as a Browns fan, you're taught, we've been taught for the last 20, 25 years, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. So I'm preparing myself that he's going to be suspended for the whole year. And if he's not, then that's a win for the Browns football team. Um, you know, and, and that's the only way I can really look at it now. Um, you know, there's going to be people out there that say he should never play another down in the NFL. And 
I understand that, but maybe you know a lot more about these cases than I do because, you know, if if he sexually assaulted somebody or if he raped somebody, he should be in jail. And I should I would agree with you, but I just don't know exactly what he's being accused of. It's such a broad spectrum, this sexual misconduct. You know, I don't know if this kind of stuff happens every single night at a bar. Or if he's going way past the line, I just, I couldn't tell you. So a year is my expectation and, um, you know, we'll deal with it. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I think it'll come out. All right. So uh big man from the Cheapsies podcast asked, uh, do the Browns trade for a quarterback if he's out for the whole year? Um, my opinion, no. They already made their bed. They got Brissett in here and they got uh, a couple others in here. Um, it's going to be percent until, you know, until he actually gets back. Uh, and I think they're comfortable with that. Uh, Brian, how do you feel about that one? Yeah. Andrew Barry, Kevin Stefanski, they're smart guys. So they're probably preparing for the worst. Like, uh, like I said, they're, that's why they only gave him a $1 million contract for this year. Um, that's why they brought in Dobbs and Brissett because, you know, you, you need a competent backup who will be your starter, and you need an experienced guy behind him also in case Brissett gets hurt. So, yeah, I think they they kind of uh, flubbed on the Baker Mayfield situation. They should have got rid of him as the second that they found out that Deshaun was coming to Cleveland, and it's just kind of festered. Um, but, yeah, I think they know that. Baker Mayfield playing another down for the Browns is just a hope and a dream. Well, my personal opinion on that whole situation that you're talking about, Bry, is if they were actually completely done with Baker Mayfield, then get him the hell out of here, whether you're going after Deshaun or not. At that point in time, if no, you say that you're done with Baker Mayfield. If you're done with Baker Mayfield, you still had Case Keenum here. You still had a viable sort of backup quarterback in the role. And then you could have, if, Deshaun Watson wasn't coming. Guess what? You could have either drafted one or went after one. And those were your choices. You made your choice for the Cleveland Browns that Baker Mayfield was not good enough when you made that plane trip down to Houston to talk to Deshaun Watson. And at that point in time, you should have traded him then for more what he was worth than what he is now because now you're going to, have to eat 19 or what he gets paid 18 million dollars you're going to get yep. at least 16 of it just getting the hell out of there but i think i think half the teams in the league know that their quarterback is not good enough well so just I, because you're in, interested in upgrading your quarterback position you know you can't get rid of your guy unless you have somebody who's better in place signs feel delivered i mean you know if you if you decide you're done with baker mayfield and you whiff on deshaun watson now you're really in a mess. Now you're looking at, you know, drafting Kenny Pickett at number 13 or, you know, I can't even remember the guy, Malik Willis. You know, you're really in a mess. I mean, I understand they decided that Baker Mayfield was not good enough at this time, but you can't just toss him to the wind if you can't do better. Well, that's what they're doing now. Yeah, because they have Deshaun Watson. <laughs> He's well, no, their future. But, yeah, but even beforehand when they didn't have Deshaun Watson, they're like, Baker, we were just talking to him. You actually think – Right, right. They had to return to him with their tail between their legs because they didn't think they were going to get Deshaun Watson, so they had to 
use Baker Mayfield as their fallback plan. Well, thankfully, they didn't have to do that, but that's the way it was looking for a couple weeks. All right, so here we go. Um, Craig Foster said six to eight games is what he is thinking. Um, Big man said, what about Jimmy G on a one-year rental? Why? Um, I mean, yeah, he can run the system, but he's also still coming off of shoulder surgery too. Um, I think think Jimmy G would give you the best chance at winning while Deshaun Watson is out. But I think the Browns have – have made up their mind that Brissett's the guy, you know, they don't have many draft picks left to trade for Jimmy G. So they don't want to give up even more just for a eight game rental guy. But, um, yeah, we'll see. They're rolling with Brissett. seems like. Yep. Um, Eric also asked, will the Browns pay hunt to retire in Cleveland? Hmm. Um, this was another story that came out. Kareem hunt wants to retire here. Uh, he wants to actually win a Super Bowl here. He wants to be here in Cleveland. This is his home. All right. Now, granted, at that point in time, that screams that he will take whatever contract that he wants to stay here in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Now, that's also in the Browns court if if they want him here. Now, Bryce, should they want Kareem Hunt here to end his career here as a Cleveland Brown? I, I think absolutely they should. Um, he's basically telling you right there that he's going to take a hometown discount because he wants, he loves the Browns. He's from the area. He wants to stay here. He wants to be a part of them turning it around. And let's be honest, Kareem Hunt is what makes your running game so special. He's what makes your running game tops in the league. You know, Nick Chubb is great. Don't get me wrong, but Derrick Henry is great. Christian McCaffrey is great. Jonathan Taylor is great. What makes Chubb and the Browns stand out from any other team is their backup is also a top 10 guy. So when these guys need to get rest or, you know, they miss a couple games, you have another all-star Pro Bowl guy to jump right in there. So I know we love the Ernest Johnson, and and he's great. He'd be a great backup, but uh, but he's not Kareem Hunt. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with you. Um, you know something? Here, here's another one that uh, Big Man brings up to us from the cheap seats. Is Hunt in danger of being traded before the season? You know something? Before he actually came out and said what he did, I thought he was. Now that hearing him say that he wants to stay in Cleveland, knowing that he will probably take a hometown discount, I don't think they will trade him. I think Dearness Johnson is the one on the chopping block right now. And it all depends on Ford, the rookie coming in. I think that mm-hmm. depends on. I think in training camp, you're going to see Dearness Johnson and Ford go head-to-head against each other to see who's actually going to be that third running back in the room. Because sure. Demetrius Felton's still going to be there because he's still in a rookie contract. They're going to use him as a scat back for wide receiver screens, things of that nature, like he should have been. But mm-hmm. before this came out, I really did think that they were going to use Kareem Hunt for trade bait to at least try to get a second-round pick or a third-round pick for Kareem Hunt. But now hearing this, I don't think so. Brian, how do you feel? I agree with you with the uh, Dearness Johnson and, and Ford debate. Um, 
the truth of the matter is you don't pay, especially when you're a team that's going for a Super Bowl, you don't pay a third string running back a bunch of money. And that's the situation we're in with Dearness Johnson. I mean, we're lucky to have held on to him as long as we can, but um but yeah, they don't want to give him a long term deal and keep him as the number three running back. So something has to change. It's Ford pass him up. Um do they get rid of Kareem Hunt, which I still think could be possibly a possibility, um, you know, but me as a fan, I wouldn't want to trade Kareem for like you said, a second round pick or even a first round pick. If I'm going to trade Kareem Hunt, I need a proven commodity. I need a receiver that is going to help us out. I need a defensive player that's a game changer because I'm giving you a potential Pro Bowl guy. I want a potential Pro Bowl guy in return to fill in some of these other weaknesses that we have. So I love Kareem. I hope he stays, but the fact of the matter is it's a dog-eat-dog business, and uh, if the Browns think that they can get a guy to make their overall team better than what a second-string running back would be, then I think you pull the trigger. All right. Now, Brian, I haven't asked this of you. So nobody's seeing Brian on video right now because we'd be staring at his ceiling. So you guys get a look at this beautiful, fat face right now <laughs> for the uh, entire show, and I apologize for that. But um, – Brian, I got to ask you, we haven't done it in a while. Do you have a big Bryce, big take for your Cleveland Browns here coming up? Boy, I don't, I mean, I could come up with one, but I think I, I might well, be just reiterating what I've already said. All right. There is no way that Seattle would trade Kareem for DK Metcalf. Um, no. Yeah, I don't think no. so. No. Um and last last question on the Browns before we get into Fat Boy Tuesday because we're definitely over an hour here. Um, will the Browns bring in another pass catcher before the season starts? Big Brian, I'm going to let you go first. I go back and forth on this. Um, you know, I, I would like to see them give DPJ a shot with you know a quality quarterback that can get him the ball. Um, at the same time, I mean, let's call it for what it is. The Browns wide receivers are not good enough right now. So you'd be counting on an unknown commodity kind of with uh, with DPJ and a guy who, let's be honest, was a six-round pick. So I don't know if you necessarily want to do that. But at the same time, if you're going to bring in, you know, what are the names that have been thrown out there? Robbie Williams or Robbie Anderson and Will Fuller, you know, kind of you know veteran guys that are okay that can make a couple plays here and there to me i'd rather just give the young guy a shot and see how he matures throughout this season uh i think i agree bry i think the only way they bring in another pass catcher is during training camp they are not happy Mm -hmm. Uh, i think they're okay with their unproven commodities that they do have and they've proven one with amari um, they're expecting Schwartz, they're expecting DPJ, and they're expecting their rookie uh, to step up Bell. Uh, mm-hmm. I do not believe they will bring one in, but if shit starts going down in training camp, Will Fuller's still out there. There's still guys out there that can actually come in and push these younger guys to see what happens. And, you know, something I think 
maybe after the first preseason game to see how everything kind of goes, Bry, to see what mm-hmm. they got, see how everybody does with the first game. After that, you might start hearing rumbles of a couple other veterans that might come in and help us out a little bit, I think. But if it is, it is one guy that the quarterback for your Browns is comfortable with and the uh, Terry McLaurin. Uh, yeah, anybody would love Terry mm-hmm. McLaurin right now. But sure. you guys Probably have to give up a lot to get him. But I, I really do think it might be Will Fuller and it might be a little bit later on just We'll just see. I, I think what they're waiting for is to see what Schwartz does. I think that's that's the one they're waiting to see. I think they're okay with DPJ. I think Schwartz is the one that is the question mark right now. Yeah, and, you know, we've heard good things about Bell so far. I mean. He hasn't dropped know. a pass yet. He hasn't right, right. Browns fans were getting all excited about, uh, you know, OTA reports or something. So I'm not going to go too crazy for that. But it's better than him dropping every pass. So uh, so you have to feel good about that. And then, you know, kind of the un- the forgotten guy who um, who people probably just think of as a special teams guy is Jakeem Grant in one of the fastest dudes in the league. So is Schwartz. You know, he could be a gadget guy mm-hmm. if you need him to be. Um, I, I'm not saying you count on him as your number three receiver or anything like that. But I think he could give you some quality snaps and you can get creative with him. So um, so look out for that. I think, uh, I think if the Browns have to, they can use packages with him. And, you know, let's not forget the, the team that you go into week one with does not have to be the team that you carry throughout the year, you know, as the team you're going into December with. So you can make roster changes. I think guys like Will Fuller and, you know, maybe some other receivers that have had uh, success in this league. I think you can get them off the waiver wire and, you know, September, October, November, stuff like that. If you're not happy with your wide receiver core. All right, big fella. Let's close out the Browns for this week. We will get back into the Browns next week. All right. Thank you, everybody, for the comments, the questions. This is how Brian and I like to do our show, especially with those. They're great questions. We can actually comment on it. Everybody else can yeah. get it. All right. But we are going to get into our Fat Boy Tuesday real quick. It's not going to be a it's not going to be a long Fat Boy Tuesday. So here we go. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. All right, so Fat Boy Tuesday, I picked birthday party foods. All right, Brian, the reason why I brought this up is, I mean, you always get cake, you get ice cream, and, you know, everybody else has, like, either appetizers or... So I wanted you to kind of talk about, like, some of your favorite birthday party foods that you've had when you've gone to some birthday parties. Yeah, when I think of birthday parties, I typically think of, like, kids' celebrations, so... You know, simple things, simple foods, maybe on the grill, you know, hot dogs, can't go wrong with hot dogs. Throw a bunch of pulled pork into a a crock pot and serve it up, put some barbecue sauce on it. Easy enough. Um, You mentioned cake, ice cream, all great, but I'm a huge fan of uh, my sister-in-law makes some fantastic cake pops. So, um, Oh, I forgot about those. Yeah, I mean... Those are something you don't get very often, but maybe at like a birthday party or something, somebody might make them, and they're always top-notch. 
Uh, by the way, now that I just had a fatty fail behind me because one of my signs fell down, so here's a fatty fail. Uh-oh. Uh, we have a Bry fail. Bry? Oh, on. yeah. <laughs> There's a Bry fail now. And we have a just <laughs> So we have all the fails in the world. Um, also, you wow. got to bring in you got to bring in cupcakes, too, because you get a lot of cupcakes, which is Justin. Uh, Justin wrote uh, ice cream, cherry pie, and cupcakes. Uh, pizza, hot dogs, little smokies, and meatballs from the cheese. Yeah, store. little smokies, for sure. Uh, little smokies. Um, like, you even get, like, the vegetable trays. You know, you get um, – there was one party we went to with the kids. And I'll tell you what, they had a salsa bar. All right? Really? So you, had, you had fresh guacamole. You had mild salsa, medium salsa, hot salsa. You know, you get your chips and everything else. They also had, like, a queso there. Um can't forget hookers and blow. Yeah, that's definitely great on that. Yeah, drink up, take a drink. Yep, yep, take a drink. Everybody, I, I'm out now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, too. um, but also, like, my thing is, is like, you know, what I think is just like sheet pizzas. I think of, like, you said, hot dogs. I think it's just something very quick for you to grab while you're at a birthday party instead of like everybody sitting down to have a meal. You know, I think more of like snack food than I do an actual meal for a birthday party. Yeah. Um, just as we're talking, underrated and, you know, it's not a super surprise, but underrated food to me is like uh, bowling alley food, uh, bowling alley pizza at, at kids' birthday parties. I mean, it doesn't sound great, but it's usually pretty solid. Oh, yeah. Of course it's solid. Can't go wrong with that. Now, I got to ask you, favorite cake? Okay. Yep. And favorite? No, we we can't do favorite ice cream because most of the time when you get an ice cream, it's the five gallon jug of Neapolitan that everybody gets for a birthday party. Huh. I mean, right? So you can appease to everybody. I mean, you got your chocolate, you got your strawberry, you got your vanilla, and then everybody gets whatever. Or there was one place that did the ice cream bars for a birthday. Okay. Can't go wrong with uh, that. If you had to pick a cake, you have your yeah. yellow, you have your vanilla, you have your chocolate. What kind of cake are you getting? I think my favorite would be, well, shoot. I got three that come to mind right away. And the first one is carrot cake. Um, maybe a little fancy for like a birthday. Um also, like a cassata cake with the strawberry and the like cool whip frosting. Oh, yeah. But I mean, if it's birthday, you got to go to me, you got to go the yellow cake with the chocolate frosting. Okay. And that's what you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, pineapple upside down cake has come in from Big Man. German okay. chocolate cake from uh, the running bald man, Justin. Sure. Um, mine is one that I don't get that often. I actually had it not too long ago because my mom makes it. It is a chocolate cake with peanut butter icing. But you also Ooh. can't go wrong with, like you said, the yellow cake. But it's got to be that whipped frosting. It can't be that little crap frost. It's got to be the whipped frosting on top of everything. Chocolate frosting? I don't care what kind of frosting's on it. I'm fat. Yeah, I'm I'm everything. Okay. Like, it all tastes it's the pressing. same. Right? You tell me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I do have to tell you. 
right, so let's get into our top three real quick. And I got to bring up another. I'm not even going to do the intro. We're going to do our top three uh, baseball movies because I actually planned this around baseball. So this is actually working out freaking great right now, Bri. Yeah. So, Bri, why don't you give me your top three baseball movies? Okay, here we go. Um, my first one, these are all basically from like my childhood. I can't recall, like, is there a great baseball movie that's come out in the last 10, 15 years? Moneyball. Moneyball. Yeah, I kind of forgot about Moneyball. I've only seen it once, though. Um, and to be honest, for Moneyball, the hype was so high that I went in with such high expectations that I thought it was just kind of okay. Um, but anyways, uh, I'm going... Do we need to... Hold on. Do we need to take Major League out of this? Heck no. I think we should, because that's kind of biased to us. Okay. All right. I'll take Major League out of it. Because I'll take Major League out of mine, too. So no Major League, because that's that's going to be, for us, that's going to be definitely top three for us. So my number three, then, would be... Uh, I and I'm not 100% sure I even got the name of it right, but uh, Little Big League, does that sound right? You got it right, bud. That's where great. the kid takes over as uh, the manager or something. My favorite, my favorite part of that whole movie is when the relief pitcher's got his big old chaw with the bubble gum and he's just wrapped yeah. around the bubble gum and the kid's just sitting there looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two for me is Rookie of the Year. Nice. Uh, Roan Gardner, was that his name? Yep. Henry Henry Gardner. And you said no major leagues, so my number one, and it would be my number one anyways, it's Major League Two. I like the second one better than the first. Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. I, I guess I'm cheating. I'm working my way around uh, your request, but um, yeah. yeah major yeah. League, good. Major League Two, better. All right. All right. Major League Three, garbage. Yeah, well, back to the minors was pretty good too. <laughs> no, you like that one? I don't care. I just watched. <laughs> All right, so my number three, Bull Durham. You cannot go sure. wrong, with Bull Durham, because when you're standing out on the pitcher's mound trying to figure out the wedding gift for your second baseman, you can't go wrong with cinema like that. All right, <laughs> Brian. My you number know, two. To be honest, I've never seen Bull Durham. Uh, he's probably on my part. It's it's kind of like a love story, but it's so funny about being down in the minors. It's just yeah. Okay, check it out. Um, number two for me. All right, Bry. Yep, Sandlot. Oh, All right. Wrong with the Sandlot. Number two. Right. Sure. What a great movie! And you're just thinking about being a kid, playing baseball with your friends and everything else. Just just a pickup game. But just how great that movie was, got to go with the Sandlot. And this might throw you for a loop for the last one. All right. Mm-hmm. And me and my sister have watched this movie a shit ton. A League of Their Own. Okay. With Tom Hanks and everything. What a great movie. Sure. Especially a great story and especially how it ends and everything else. It's just an all around great movie. Uh, my sister and I watch it. We love it, especially when the uh, the kid is sitting there going, you're going to lose, you're going to lose. And he hits him in the face with a baseball glove. So mm-hmm. like, 
Um, let's see here. We have big man said major league bull Durham and 42, which is a great movie too, Brian. Oh, Hanson. right. No, I haven't seen that one either. Uh, major league field of dreams and sandlot from Justin. Yeah. How do we forget field of dreams? Uh, sandlot and the league of their own. And he goes, how do you take out major league? Cause major league is going to be everybody's number one, because how can you not go wrong with Lou Brown sitting there going, it's my kind of team, Charlie. My kind of team, and that's the way this Guardians team is for me right now because they're just—I don't even know what the hell they are. But we're getting ready to close out the show. Thank you, everybody, for watching right now. Brian, give me that trivia. All right, I did not forget about the trivia. Here you go. Good job. Yards, right? All-purpose yards. Who leads the NFL in all-purpose yards? God, you said defense also? Yep, defense included. Deion Sanders? Nope, not Deion. All right, there was a uh, Jerry Rice was brought up. He is the correct answer. All right, that's cheap seats. And there's my dad. My dad chimed in and said, There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> there you go. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And then here, here's another one. Chris, come on, Dorn. Don't give me this Olay shit. <laughs> so, so many good. So many right. quotes from that movie that is just, especially Charlie Sheen trying to, at that restaurant, looking down over the, what is that? Girl? You want me to take him out back, kick the shit out of him? <laughs> like, <laughs> at a French restaurant, they got hot dogs here. <laughs> like, come on. That's a great movie. All right, my uh, Browns pick up uh, Cribs or your man, Eric Metcalf. There you go. You got it. Number two, Eric Metcalf, 18th all-time in all-purpose yards. God, what a man. What yeah, a- I mean, very underrated. I mean, you look at the other guys on this list, and they're all Hall of Famers. So maybe we need to make a push to get my boy in the Hall of Fame. And here comes all the uh, major league quotes in now. Forget the curveball, Ricky. Give him the heater. Mm-hmm. You got to also go with the uh, nice catch, Hayes. Don't ever do that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. What a great movie. Now I got to watch it tonight. I'm going to watch Major League tonight. Just there you go. Absolutely. All right, guys. And here, I'll bring in Brian for the uh, last little bit here. What little bit of face he has. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, chiming in and watching our show tonight. We really do appreciate it. We love you guys. Please like, subscribe, and follow us on YouTube. Tell all your friends, family. We're trying to get up there. We're getting close to 2,000 on Twitter. We are almost to 500 on Facebook. And we are still magically sitting at 26 on YouTube. Let's get that number up to 100, people. Come on, get us up to 100. So we can lock in the illegal ham to the face YouTube page for everybody to watch. All right. So guys, thank you so much, Bri. We don't have Vinny here to say good night, but we got to God bless him. God bless you. God bless America. All right. Our show is brought to you again by Lake Erie APA and Harold Keel. Thank you, Harold, for everything you do for us. We still have hats and stuff to give away here that we are planning for our next live show. But on that note, thank you to the troops, first responders who take care of everything for us through our day-to-day. No, the 6.15 is not a new time. Daddy screwed up the schedule, so that is a – hold on. 
Let me bring it up here. That is a fatty fail on that one. Uh, that was my fault. So on that note, Bri is gone already. We are definitely uncorked and unloaded. Thank you guys so much for watching. And like I said, please like, share, and follow us on all of our social media platforms. Thank you guys.